happy Christmas Eve Eve! This is the last installment of Maggie Miss for the season. I watched Christmas in Evergreen Tidings of Joy. It, the movie came out in 2019. It was directed by Sean McNamara and written by Zach Hug. It stars Maggie Lawson and Paul Green. In preparation for this, I watched the previous two movies in the series, which are Christmas in Evergreen and Christmas in Evergreen Letters to Santa. Fun fact, all three movies featured another psych alum, Ashley Williams. You may remember her as the daughter in season one episode, Forget Me Not. The first movie, pre the first movie featured her prominently, but she briefly appeared in the other two. I really enjoyed watching these movies. They're all exactly what I'm looking for in like a Hallmark movie or Hallmark type movie. So the um, IMDb summary is a skeptical writer shows up in Evergreen to get the scoop on the town's famed passion for Christmas during a search for a long lost time capsule. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. That's a pretty good summary. I typically don't like these IMDb summaries because it's like they focus on one aspect or they give away too much of this, but it's like, okay, yeah, that's basically what happened. Uh, the third installment in the Evergreen series revolves around Katie, played by Maggie Lawson. She initially visits Evergreen on vacation from her job as a reporter, but upon her but upon arrival, her mom inspires her to write an article about the town. Most of her research for the article involves shadowing this guy, Ben, played by Paul Green. He apparently got a degree in journalism. That's just some sort of throwaway line that they have in there. He, he, they kind of like, they don't really say where he went. They're just like, oh yeah, he got a degree in journalism. When? How old is this guy? What do you mean? Why does he have a degree in journalism? And he's working in a library? Those are kind of different things. Whatever. Um, characters from the previous movie get a fair amount of screen time. It's not just like focused on Katie and Ben. I really appreciated that. By continuing storylines both on and off screen, there's more natural development. You could just watch this one movie and be satisfied, but I would highly recommend watching all of them. There was, however, a major jumping of the shark moment, in my opinion. I mean, it wouldn't be a Hallmark movie without something completely ridiculous happening. It's supposed to be fantastical, that's the point. But, uh, they introduced the concept of this secret time capsule that no one knew anything about from, like, 50 years ago, which isn't that long ago. I mean... I guess there was this like flashback scene where it was like 50 years ago during this ice storm and just like okay that would have been 1969 they're dressed like 
they're from the 40s or the 50s, but okay, whatever. Um, so that in of itself is a fairly standard procedure. You have this like thing that's like no one no one knows about it. Time capsule is basically how they go. But um, my issue is where it was hidden. There's no possible way that it'd be perfectly fine after like 50 years exposed to the elements, especially in like Vermont where it gets really, really cold. It's like, it's essentially outside. I'm, I'm not going to like give away where it is just because maybe you want to watch it. Hopefully you do. Um, I also don't understand like the whole mechanism that it was hidden behind. It makes no sense. That aside, I loved the idea behind it, and I think it makes for a fun town tradition. I would have loved to see more of the, like, the contents of the time capsule, since they hyped it up a lot. But, I mean, at a running time around 90 minutes, they probably couldn't delve into it anymore. But, um, all in all, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I would rank it 8 out of 10 F F100s. And um, I'm going to see if... There's any goofs that I really like. Okay. I think this is a goof. The character of Nick was introduced in Christmas in, in Evergreen. 2017, as a mysterious man not from Evergreen hired to play Santa Claus. Now he is portrayed as having deep 50-year-plus ties to the town. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You can see a pineapple ornament over the left shoulder over the left shoulder of Elliot at around the 27-minute mark. This is an ode to Maggie Lawson's years on Psych that had a hidden pineapple in most episodes of the show. I actually did not notice that. It's kind of cool. Maggie Lawson and Paul Green previously worked together in My Favorite Wedding, 2017. I'm assuming that's a Hallmark movie. Uh, Carol's maiden name is mentioned to be Fenwick. I don't know why that's important. Uh, something about the premiere date was changed to November 20th, 29th, 2019 on the Hallmark Channel. And it was announced on October 29th, 2019. Sure. Maggie Lawson and Ashley Williams worked together on an episode of Psych. Yep, we know this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, goofs. There we go. There we go. In the opening train sequence, Ben is sitting on the left side of the train when shown from the front, but sitting on the right side of the train when shown from the back when Katie bumps into it. Oh, I think I noticed this because I have... They had these weird shots in the beginning on this train, which I love the train. I don't know why I didn't even mention the train at all. Like The whole point of this like town is like, there's only one road in and out of the town, but there's also a train. Like, okay. I think they've mentioned the train before, but it's just all of a sudden there's this train. That, that's how she gets in. There's a train coming in from... New York, which is very convenient, seeing how there's only one road in and out, and that kind of played a major part in, like, 
the first two movies, but sure, fine. But there's this, yeah, I, t- I totally know what, what shot they're talking about because they, um, it's that very common thing in, like, TV, well, they'll have, like, one person talking and then you're, like, looking at the back of, like, somebody's head and that's probably because, like, that might, that might not, not even be Maggie, just because they film, like, a lot of, like, one-on-one things. It's, TV's weird, I don't know why they would film a movie like that, but there was, like, oh, Ben is talking, you're gonna look at, you're gonna look at Maggie's head and they're gonna rotate the camera, like, 180 degrees, so you're looking at Maggie's face and then at the, at the back of Ben's head, and it, it, it just looked odd, and they now I figure out why it looked odd. Um, oh, another one about that same one. When Ben and Katie meet on the train, they are seated across the aisle from each other. The train has both forward and rear-facing seats, like most, like most trains. They have their left arms to the aisle, then their right arms. The switching happens multiple times. He even extends his right hand to shake, and the camera angle changes to show them shaking with their left hands. Beautiful, beautiful. The book the carolers are using is an actual well-known book of carols. The carol they sing at Barbara's using the book is not actually included in it. I love that somebody knows that. I, uh, IMDb goofs are my favorite thing on the whole planet because they're so specific. They're so specific. Like, just watching it, you would notice wacky stuff like weird camera angles and things that don't match up but like how do you know this the drawers in the time capsule have metal rails on the bottom which would not have been the case in a drawer from 50 years ago exactly also in one scene you can see the mayor close the drawer it has a soft close feature <laughs> Definitely something that would not be on a 50-year-old piece. Exactly! A 50-year-old drawer thing exposed to the elements. There's no dust, no dirt, no rust or anything. Like, whatever. None of the items in the time capsule are old. Also, the top hat that was supposedly made in an old factory in town is brand new. Yes! Yes! It was a very strange time capsule, which I don't, I, like, I don't, I mean, I'm thinking, now that I'm thinking I could have, like, an, like, an explanation with it, it's, there were these two people in, in town that, um, were the only ones that knew anything about it, so if they knew anything about it, they could have possibly like just set this up right before Christmas somehow, and that, that would explain why everything's so weird. But it doesn't explain the drawer stuff. That that is wacky. I definitely noticed that, but I, but I didn't like give it much thought. Uh, near the end of the movie, when they are making snowmen, it's obvious that the perfectly round snowballs used are made of styrofoam and not snow. Yes, because it's a movie. Oh my god. It was Charles Dickens who wrote A Christmas Carol, which was first published in December of 1843, not Louisa May Alcott. It did, however, inspire her to write a highly similar children's version called A Christmas Dream, which was published 42 years later 
1885. Yeah, there was a whole, like, line, or, like, a couple callbacks to Louisa May Alcott writing a Christmas story. I mean, a Christmas Carol. Not a Christmas story. Christmas story is a terrible movie. Christmas Carol is a beloved classic, uh, which I didn't know what that is about. Whatever. I I thought that was really weird, and I was like, well, is it one of those things where, like, she wrote a similar story, which apparently she did write a similar story, but yeah, uh, facts don't matter <laughs> in, a, in a Hallmark movie. Uh, oh gosh, yep. Mm-hmm. Katie needs a phone charger and goes, goes to Jay-Z's, Katie needs a phone charger and goes to Daisy's general store to get one. Unless it is a universal charger, because the type of phone is never mentioned or even shown. That's not a sentence, bud, but yeah, she, um, well, I don't think that's more of a goof, because she clearly has, like, an iPhone. I mean, they have, like, oh, one one thing that I despise about any sort of movie or TV show that, like, features phones. First of all, I hate, I hate when they feature, like, the newest phone because it's always, like, outdated. Like, as soon as they, like, come out. But, um, they have, they show, like, what's on the screen of the film, like, in the movie itself, which I think is daggy. Daggy, daggy, daggy. But the, um, all the illustrations, not, not illustrations, all, like, the mock-ups are, like, iPhone. So, I, I do think that it's possible that somebody could have noticed that she had an, that she had an iPhone and gotten her the right iPhone charger. That's really not that, that's really not that big of a thing. Also, it's, like, 2019. At that point, you would have had, like, two guesses you would have had uh iphone which takes the lightning cable <laughs> or you would have had android which takes USB-C. so it would have been really easy uh, oh character error katie mentions her surname is connell which is shown on her computer in the end credits her mother's sur- surname is listed as mcconnell okay that could just be I don't remember her having a last name. <laughs> yeah, that's, um... Yeah, that, that's... That's exactly what I... What I figured. Oh, I didn't even know this. Uh, there was a... Cover of Do You Hear What I Hear? Featured in the movie, which was performed by... Carrie Underwood. I don't know why I didn't even notice that. Um, I believe in the other two movies, there was like a song by Kelly Clarkson and then someone else. I obviously haven't looked this up, but yeah, it's um, I really like this movie. As I said before, I give it 8 out of 10. Red F-150s. <laughs> I 
love the idea of a movie series. That those are my favorite types of things. Like they mainly do them with like uh, decoms, which for the uninformed are Disney Channel original movies. Uh, so they'll have like they'll make once one successful movie and then they'll make like a bunch of sequels after it. Typically, they'll have like three. So it's very, it's very typical to have like a movie trilogy for like TV movies, whatever. Or maybe they'll have a lot more than three. But uh, this one, there's uh, a fourth movie that I did not watch yet. I probably will be watching it fairly soon because <laughs> I'm obsessed with this movie series. I am very happy to him to end this adventure on such a high note because last week's movie was a big stinker i cannot reiterate that enough and i'm not a movie hater i like if i really enjoy a movie i'll give it like five stars it doesn't mean that the movie's a perfect movie but in my mind it's a perfect movie and um, this could be a perfect movie if you wanted it to be. I don't think it is. I think there's a lot of, like, plot holes, mainly with that time capsule, which, I mean, I guess, they, it kind of lines up. With the first movie, there's this banner that says it's the 48th annual Christmas celebration thing. And the next movie is the 49th. So yeah, this would be the 50th celebration thing. Wish, there, uh, wish they would have had more of the Christmas festival, which they was featured heavily in the first movie. And maybe kind of the second one, but yeah. I mean... You can't really expect too much from a made-for-TV movie. Even if it has the official crown seal or whatever, there's some, there's some sort of graphic that I've never seen before. I'm just like, okay. Alright, Hallmark. But um, I believe this movie must have come out before the big, like, rift at Hallmark. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys are are aware of this. I think we meant we meant to mention this, but um gosh. A couple years ago the head of Hallmark left Hallmark because Hallmark was getting too woke for him, I guess. That that's not even the right word. I I, I guess they were being too like too inclusive, which I don't think that's a real thing. But they're being like too inclusive of like maybe different faiths or you know different ethnicities which I think is a lovely thing because everybody deserves to have a holiday movie and the more the merrier I I have no problems with Hanukkah movie Kwanzaa movie uh I think somebody should make a, 
a movie that the name is the name is escaping me, but the um, Swedish holiday with the candle thingy. My only knowledge of that comes from American Girl. So, uh, Festival of Saint Lucia, I believe. Yes. Um, I would love to see more of that because, I mean, if if you live in the U.S., you you know that it's basically everything is Christmas immediately starting no- November first, and there's no like mention of any other holiday. <laughs> but um, yeah, Hallmark was making more inclusive movies. I I think the main thing that made this guy leave was they had a they had a movie coming out like prominently featuring like a gay couple which I guess is too much for some people <laughs> I don't know so this weakling um, I have major beef with this guy just based on uh, whatever he he leaves Hallmark and he starts this channel called like Great American Family which that name in of itself gives me the creeps. Like, I'm like, okay. Um, alright. And he... I, I think he takes a couple people from, like, Hallmark with him. Including one of their, like, main stars. Candace Cameron. Who was on Full House in the 80s and 90s. And then I don't know what she did af- after that. I used to like her. Until, you know, she opened up her mouth and shared what she had to say with, with the world. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I don't know if we mentioned this, uh, in the one episode that we recorded this season, uh, like in between the minis, but Great American Family did make the first Maggie movie that I reviewed. Um, and if I would have known that, I probably would not have praised it so much. Or might not even have watched it. Um, just based on statements from the company, I don't... I really don't like what they're doing. Because it's just... I mean, people can do whatever they want to do, but... I think it's really childish to throw a fit when people who don't look like you or believe like you or love like you exist and you have to talk about them. Like, that's... People exist, my dude. Stories exist. Diversity exists. You can't just... Well, I guess you can make a movie make movies with just white American Christians. Sure, why not? I guess that's your prerogative. Whatever. So, sorry to damper this down a little bit, but I really enjoyed this movie, and I am looking forward to watching the next ones in the series. basically it.
I've been Grace, and this has been the finale of Maggie-ness. Uh Zeta and I will be back in a year with more delicious flavor. So, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We will see you soon. Bye!